You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and take your social media uh, app of choice or device or whatever have you and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rambles with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at The3RShow, Facebook, uh, type in Random Rambles with Rob or Facebook.com forward slash 3RShow. And you can find some things up on the YouTube just search for 3RShow. And for anything that I may have forgotten forgotten to mention or whatever have you you can go to randomrob.com to where you can find many different ways to help support the show and um as i said you can find all the shit that i missed joining me from the fabulous world of tiktok probably not specifically tiktok but this is where i come across uh all these shenanigans and it was so uh I know. I don't know. It, it it delighted me to no end so i had to reach out to somebody and figure out what the hell's is going on so uh, joining me right now is one Agent Sebastian. He is the what the chief over at the Cartnarks. Yeah, head agent in charge here at the Cartnarks. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. So I mean, as I said, I was just scrolling through, you know, getting my daily TikTok on or whatever. I have an account, but I don't use it. I just made it so I can look at other stuff and like it and save it for later. But um, mm-hmm. I seen you uh, enforcing the law. Of the the cartnarks <laughs> and everything, if you will, and just uh, yeah, soliciting a civilian to be like put his cart back into the cart trolley where they belong. So I mean, how right, did this exactly. whole uh, operation get set up for you, sir? Yeah, well, I, I always say I wish I had a great origin story, like you know, a Batman style thing where you know my family was mowed down by loose carts or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe for the movie version, but for really what it was, was I was sitting around the office with a guy here who also, or we're just kind of talking about pet peeves about things that people don't do, like putting back their carts where they belong, you know, uh, like littering, like throwing cigarette butts around, like not picking up after their dog, you know, uh, not washing their hands in the bathroom, all those, those sort of kind of simple things that fall under my time is more valuable than everyone else in the world's time. You know, mm-hmm. not picking up after myself, essentially. And uh, we were just kind of agreeing and, and kind of, uh, you know, talking about all those things. And we talked about, well, how can we go out there and try to correct these actions? And it just seems so hard to find, you know, it's hard to find somebody littering unless you're right there. And you just kind of happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing for, you know, people cleaning up after the dogs, et cetera, et cetera. But the carts were a simple one because there's, you know, one major area where people leave their carts out. Of course, that's parking lots. And so about two years ago, a little, uh, a little less than two years ago, we, I started kind of going out and uh, doing my first forays into 
Uh, you know, not, there's no law against it. People will comment and say, oh, well, there's no law against it. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But it's just more of a common courtesy, you know, and, and, and people will then say, it doesn't say, you know, they, I don't have to do this. They pay people to do that. Mm-hmm. That's true. They do pay people to come collect carts. I did that when I was in high school. But they also have signs at most stores that say, please return your carts here. And a lot of those stores, it'll also say because they want to help keep damage from, you know, people running into people's cars, yeah. blocking spots, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, uh, it's kind of evolved from there. Uh, you know, the first few encounters we had were not very, I don't know, maybe as interesting as, yes. as they sort of evolved. You know, just because I've gotten more repetition, kind of, I've, I've heard all the excuses and I've heard all the reasoning people have for not taking their cars back. And I've now, I'm just so you know, used to it that I can just kind of fire back at them. Like, you know, not really having to think about it. I think the, um, one that I've seen most recently on the Instagram was uh, one of the more pleasant exchanges and whatnot. It was a guy, he had the big, uh, water flask, big blue thing or whatnot. He was out there by the medical center truck. And, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy, he, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. He was, he was, he was back. To, he talked back at first saying, well, yeah. I got to pick up my wife and my kid and, uh, he had excuses, but he was ultimately not, he was pleasant. He was nice. Yes. He, he took his cart back. Eventually I was able to sort of wear him down, uh, you know, psychologically, I guess, <laughs> but he didn't end up chasing me around and trying to beat me up, which is what a lot of people do, unfortunately, or not a lot, but at least a good segment of people do yeah. uh, in our videos. Because, um, I am looking currently on the, the TikTok account, which is the one that baited me in, the one that lured me into this madness of the the shopping carts and whatnot is the the largest set gentleman and whatnot is that guy. Yes, it has over three million views on the first video because I think it was segmented into three parts. And yeah, uh, that's the that's the thing about TikTok is it is a little tougher to to get these encounters down to those little one minute chunks. We try we try to do it when we do post on there. Yeah, but uh. He was he was pretty livid, you know, and I, and I think about it in this aspect or whatnot. He put all that time and effort to tell you no and you know threaten you bodily harm to when that whole time that this video was made, he could have put the cart back. Oh, absolutely, that's a great point, uh, and it just goes to show you sometimes people's pride is the one thing they care about above all else, above reason and logic and like you said the time involved they just don't want to be wrong they don't want to be shown to be wrong and and like you said this guy especially explicitly threatened to shoot me in the forehead yes uh just for just for his cart (laughs) i don't understand it but and we found out later that that guy actually did shoot somebody uh in 2018 he was on, we don't know too much about this, but there was a news report where he was on a train there in the Dallas area and somebody, according to him, was bothering people and the guy shot him. Oh, see now. Yeah, it's, that, yeah that, go ahead. Yeah, that's what happened. You know, he, he making those threats not to where like, I did it once and I got away with it. <laughs> and that's what he says in the video. He says, I'm a kid. Like I say, hey, I'm a cardinal. He said, well, I'm a killer, mm. which anybody, you know, with any kind of, responsible gun ownership's uh, background knows that you don't brag about killing people if you're legitimately carrying a, a weapon for your own personal safety where that's yeah. the, the last resort sort of thing at the first resort when someone tells you to take your card back <laughs> now um i see you have a a vast array of these videos and whatnot has there been any encounter that has been recorded that has not been posted like it's been just too ridiculous or it just got way out of hand and we just like nah we're not gonna put this out 
Yeah, nothing's been too like like you like I said you're saying too hot for TV, so to speak. Like they used to say. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, there's been ones that are just kind of like boring where nothing happens, yeah. and we you know that, that, those might go later into like a compilation of of, of you know a certain city or something. Yeah, but nothing's ever gotten so wild or weird or violent that we haven't had uh, haven't posted it. Um, People ask about the cops showing up. That actually happened in one of our very first videos uh, from, like I said, about two years ago. But they were very, it was, it was like, it was very calm. They just said, hey, what are you up to? We said, hey, we're asking people to put their cards back. They said, okay. They actually, they actually thought that we were um, employees. They're like trying to do one of those First Amendment things that oh. for the people who are like, they'll, they'll videotape outside a courthouse, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and hope the cops will show up to try to like shut them down or something. We said, no, we're just here, like, talking about carts. And um, they said, okay, cool. And they left. And, uh, yeah, so we've, so we've, we've talked to the cops a couple of times. Nothing's ever come of that because we're not, like, like you said, we're not being offensive. We're not yelling. We're not assaulting anybody. We're not threatening in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, yeah, there, there hasn't been anything that's too, too weird like that. Um, it's, uh, I'm sure it'll happen eventually where something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only time we ever really try to censor or don't put anybody on is if they are a complete innocent bystander. Yeah. Um, so like there's one, the one video that comes, that's probably the most apparent for a lot of folks is there's this lady and it, it looked like it was her and an adult with her. And I found out later that's, I believe her son or she's caretaking for him. And he was already in the car when she left her cart, just in the middle of the driveway. Like it was rolling through or it was completely blocking anybody's access so it wasn't even like up on a curb or in a spot and we found out after she was yelling at us we, we barely even approached her before she started screaming at us and calling and she called the police uh that her son had some sort of developmental disability yeah and and he and so she was screaming at him he eventually got out or screaming at us i should say he eventually got out of the car and kind of ran at us and that's when we realized oh he is you know he's got some disability he's dealing with so we de-escalated. We immediately walked away, and we blurred him out, and in, in, you know of the video. Um, and that's the only time we are, where we ever t- try to like avoid, keep somebody out of it is if if they are just a complete innocent bystander who uh, was brought into the situation yeah. unnecessarily or without our knowledge. Uh, that's why you won't see us approach anybody intentionally who we see has small children with them because a little kid doesn't know what's going on. So yeah. we don't want to, you know cause them a problem or anything like that so that that's really the only time uh that it, that it something like that would at least be partially edited what, what goes because <laughs> i'm looking i'm scrolling through uh some of the stuff on instagram what goes into the um the the gif image uh process and whatnot how can we find the funniest uh capture moment in this uh video <laughs> to put us the- oh, that's a good- <laughs> oh yeah like the little the little we just try to find some kind of action shot somebody who's particularly expressive or, uh, you know, like, like the guy you talk about in Texas when he, he grabbed our little bumper magnet that we sometimes like uh, put on, uh, and he was throwing it at us. So like that yeah. kind of little action of him <laughs> whipping it at us. Um, you know, it's just, we try to find something that's interesting or intriguing for the, for the viewer. Um, uh, you know, as, as best we can anyway. Yeah. So, so when when did you start implementing the props and everything? Like how you said uh, the sticker magnets and all kind of things like that. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a slow rollout, really, because at first it was just we just had a little T-shirt that said Cartnarks on it and a little selfie stick with a you know a cell phone on it. Um, 
and then as we kind of sort of uh, we sort of adding pieces like the little uh, the little vest I have with the little uh, you know carton arcs uh, patch across the front um, came on, and then we added we had this little uh, light up wand like a little orange uh, like a traffic wand that you'd see outside of like a, a venue or something. And that actually came out because we wanted to get better audio and we, the, the microphones weren't picking up so well on the people we were talking to. So we like ran a, a little microphone down the end of that wand, uh, um, which we ended up not needing eventually. And so, but we kept it cause it's kind of a good like directional signal and it, you know, kind of shows people that we are trying to be helpful, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's uh, the little magnets because we, we were, we had for about a, I don't know, six months or so, we had something we called the pit maneuver where we would, if someone had yes. left their cart out, we would then say, hey, no, this is your cart. You need to take it back. And we would leave it somewhere where they had to take it back. Uh, but we had, we talked to some lawyers about that. They said, you know what? That's kind of a legal gray area. So you probably don't want to do that just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where the magnets came out. Where we're like, well, we want to give them something to ha- where they can either call us later on and discuss, you know, uh, you know, we, we tried business cards for a while. That didn't really seem to no one, no one really called or anything like that. Um, we said, well, we can't really stick anything permanently on their car because, again, we don't want to do any kind of yeah. defacing. We don't want to cause any kind of damage, obviously. Um, so then we just thought, well, what about a bumper? What about a magnet that has a, you know, a bumper sticker style magnet? And like you said, for, uh, we would talk about for whatever reason, that just really, really, uh, I don't know, for some people, it sets them off. Even even if we explain to it, hey, no, it's they'll say I don't vandalize my car. Well, it's not vandalism, man. There's or sir, there's no there's no damage here. You feel free to grab that and, and go home with it. Or some people do, mm-hmm. but I guess there's some psychological ownership about their vehicle that it just you know they don't want to they don't want to drive off with that piece of shame on it. Yeah. So I mean, now I mean, you, we talk about psychological shame and you know all kinds of things like that. You you solicited services from a lawyer and whatnot. So I mean, y'all being very thorough with this stuff. <laughs> Definitely, because you never know, and uh, uh, we and we and we want to do it correctly. We don't want to be, we don't want to screw up and do something wrong, and un, you know unintentionally fall afoul of any you know kind of legal yeah. problem. So we would rather, like I said, as best we can, have a lawyer, have insurance, you know, just in case. Because you know it's it's in America these days. Unfortunately, uh, our, our videos kind of show this. People would rather call the police or potentially use the court system as opposed to just doing the right thing and taking back their shopping. So we want to, unfortunately that's a reality that we want to uh, be prepared for. For sure. Have you received any calls from your sticker magnets or anything like that? Yeah, we've got, there's one that was really, that we did talk to the guy for, um, and I'm not quite even sure how he got the number. And he was just, cause he wasn't the person we actually gave the magnet to. He, he was a younger, he was like a teenager, so we, we haven't really put it up on, speaking of things we haven't put up, because he, he, he was, he got the number somehow from somebody, and he was calling about a previous video he had seen, and he was clearly, like I said, he was clearly not quite all there, mm-hmm. you know, he was talking about some, like, past trauma he had or whatever on the phone with us, so it was, it was one of those things, like you said, like I was saying, that we, um, we never posted the, the call because it, just, it didn't, he wasn't really making sense. Yeah, uh, and he just seemed to kind of be like I said, he was a minor, so that's another thing we didn't want to post him, even if he without identifying who he was. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's not. Unfortunately, we the tool we designed it for was for folks to call us. It hasn't really worked for that as much as it worked for people to like 
continue to talk to us right then and there. It's so it's a weird sort of thing you don't find out until you do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it hadn't been anything like um, I kind of lost where I was going, but um, as far as like someone cussing us out or anything on on the phone. Well, is it like any of those hidden camera shows or whatever? So I mean, you do what you do or whatever, and then afterwards you pull them to the side like, hey, you know, we're doing this for this or whatnot, like that. Oh yeah, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying there. Yeah, well they they see um, it. <laughs> it's it's weird. Like that's what we like. I guess ultimately is we'd love for them to call us and say, Hey, you know what? Sorry. Things got so heated there. I apologize. Blah, blah, blah. You were right. My bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that would be great. Um, but yeah, we, cause they often in cars, they either drive away or they run to the store to get the manager. And uh, that's the other thing too, is we do, we've talked to a, a handful of store managers and their message to us and our message to them is I was always been polite. It's always been like, Hey, you know, I see what you guys are doing. And it, a couple of times they didn't even know who we were. They're like, oh yeah, we've seen your stuff. <laughs> um, and all they and what it always comes down to is, hey, do you mind? We got you know they're complaining, so would you mind taking you know moving on? Mm-hmm. And we always tell them the same thing is, um, absolutely, we're not here to make your day any harder at all. So we never stick around and, and press the issue. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so there's really unfortunately, <laughs> um, there hasn't been like a time where they've been like you know, hey, the the person we talked to is kind of brought us to the side and said, Hey, you know, uh, I'm sorry, whatever. Or, or, or like, like you said, with the one guy who does, who took it back where we talked that video earlier, you know, sometimes we do get encounters like that where they, during the course of the encounter, they talk to us and we kind of reason it out with them. Um, and that's always gratifying when that happens. Yeah. So, um, what is your affiliation with the Woody show? Well, this is, that's where we started first doing this. I worked mm-hmm. for a radio pro a radio company here, uh, outside of LA and Burbank. And we first started doing the Carton Arc segments on the Woody Show because it was a Woody Show cast member that I was talking to about this. His name's Greg. And so we started doing the first few on the air primarily, um, you know, once every month or so like that. And then because people seemed to enjoy it so much, we kind of branched off and did just like kind of a spinoff show where we will still do them on the Woody Show, of course. But then we do the daily videos, or what were daily videos until the you know quarantine yeah. uh, on Carton Arcs on all the Carton Arcs uh, you know platforms, YouTube, TikTok, whatever whatever platform you're on. Word. So how long has the Woody Show been around? The Woody Show has been around in some form or the other for over ten years. They started in San Francisco, uh, you know, about twelve, thirteen or so years ago. Uh, they kind of broke up for a while, and then they came back and are now broadcast out of L.A. for the past six years uh, on the air in L.A. and then a, a couple dozen other stations around the country. Yeah, so we always uh, we'll always do the audio portion on the Woody show and then release the video portions, like I said, later on uh, on the Cardinarks channels. Word. So, so uh, if you look on the Woody show's YouTube page, you can see some of the original Cardinark videos from 2018 you can kind of see how things have sort of built, uh, you know, like we were talking about, sort of evolved over time. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to pull that up right now. We just live freaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, fir- the first one I think we put up was, it was an, uh, like a middle-aged couple, and the and we're kind of, it wasn't a great sort of, uh, it was weird because the, the wife and the husband were, they were pulling out every single excuse in the book about how it's too hot. And the cousin said, well, I've got cancer. And he points to like a mole on his forehead or something. And the wife Damn. is, she's like, well, let's go talk to the manager. And I said, you know, I don't want to talk to the manager. And she's like, how dare you? Um, so you can kind of see how at first 
maybe we, I wasn't used to they just the slew of excuses we get. Cause we always get a thousand different reasons why they can't take their card back. Um, you know, we didn't have our little siren and all of our other, like I said, accoutrements at the time. <laughs> like um, but yeah, you can kind of see over time. And I think the the one where the cops came is one of those early early videos as well. Um, so you can kind of see how it's sort of slowly been building. And then I'm sure we'll do more. We have, you know, ideas for little, little uh, spinoff and little additions already. And um, especially once these travel restrictions end, which looks like it's going to be happening over these next couple of weeks here. So. Well, we, we've been doing kind of uh, going through our archive, playing some stuff that's you know older or we haven't released yet. But we'll be recording some new uh, card and stuff here, like I said, in the next couple of weeks. So uh, as, as these states continue to open up. So, so um, this is one other reason why I have you here. Um, it, one is to tell you that I am uh, grateful and delighted with your content that you are putting out. But the other thing is, I have a confession. I, I need I need to turn myself in. I'm ready to pay any fines or penalties and whatnot <laughs> because I am a violator of your code. So yeah, we we get people like that every once in a while. So um, I don't do it anymore. But I, I I'm reporting a past transgression. Um, earlier sure. on in the years of uh, this show, it's kind of why I got my own little thing on my Instagram called the Walmart Log. Um, I was, that? well, I was in the military and, um, I was getting ready to retire. So the place where I was stationed is called uh, Fort Leonardwood, Missouri, uh, freaking Missouri's armpit. And uh, if, <laughs> if you need verification for this, if you look on the map where, um, Waynesville or St. Roberts is the adjoining area of, uh, Fort Leonardwood, Missouri, there's a town not too far from it called the devil's elbow. So the armpit is not far from the elbow. Um, <laughs> so there was nothing to do there and the biggest building that was there was Walmart. So I had nothing to do. I had time off because I was getting ready to separate from the military. So I would go to Walmart every day and I was a guest on some other podcasts and they was talking about their pet peeves, kind of, kind of how like your origin story was. And one of the things was people bringing their carts out there into the parking lot. Me being the jovial asshole that I can be, I went to Walmart and I did all the pet peeves that they talked about on the podcast that I guessed it on. Ah. And I videoed it. You know, I was like, I, I brought carts out in the middle of the parking lot and I left them there. You know, I was just, you know, just doing, you know, whatever. Just to, you know. Stuff off the, the shelves and put it back where it doesn't belong. Exactly. I was just doing shit like that to mess with them. But I kept going to Walmart so much and doing all these videos or whatever to where it kind of made its way it, you know made itself a part of the show so anytime i had promotion for the podcast i would go to walmart and shoot like you know a little one minute video talking about the episode the guest and everything and sometimes i would just walk around walmart and vent so you know i dubbed it the walmart log and it that's all just right. kind of how it all started for me you know it just four four years of this crap <laughs> <laughs> Well, we get, yeah, we get those messages a lot from folks who said, you know what? And oftentimes they weren't even like, unlike yourself, who was kind of doing it for fun. People will message us and say, you know what? I, I used to leave my carts out, but I, it, I just wasn't thinking about it. You know, like that didn't even really occur to them. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, you know, we kind of, we get those confessions and we totally get that. It's as long as they're looking to grow and to become a better person, that's all that matters. Yes. It's the people who are, who are like, well, F you, I'm going to leave my cards out everywhere now, <laughs> uh, even after knowing, you know, not, not for fun, just to kind of mess with us. So uh, we're, we're totally okay with that. And as long as, like I said, as long as these people are trying to become better, that's, uh, that's all that matters. Yeah. Cause I, cause I know I hate it personally. 
So why would I become the thing I hate? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because even if you're, you know, doesn't your car personally hasn't been damaged or whatever, or your car, I shouldn't say, hasn't been damaged. It just sucks to be pulling into what you think is a perfect spot, and there's a cart sitting right in the middle of it. Exactly. You got to get out, and move that, and you know, so on and so forth. Exactly. I, that, that's the thing I hate the most. Then I got this long ass pickup truck and shit. So now I got to park away from the thing and have my ass end of my truck hanging out in the freaking middle of the parking lot because you didn't put your cart away. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, and then is I'm lucky in a sense to where I can park up front and I can just push my cart across the walkway into the cart wrangling bin or whatnot. So it's just like <laughs> there you go. I'm right there. <laughs> Very nice. So like, you're you're into you're into um, freaking broadcasting as well, correct? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I work for uh, iHeartMedia, which is a you know own a bunch of radio stations here, and we. Uh, Definitely, you know, that's how I kind of, I guess I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about some things about audio and video production. So what was your start for you? What anchored you into, you know, that brand of social media? Well, I mean, we didn't probably call it social media then. We just called it broadcasting. Right. So. Yeah, just media, media. Uh, right. You know, it was weird. I was, I went to school for chemical engineering at uh, Georgia whoa, Tech, actually, whoa, 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 in Atlanta. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Just, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a that's a big jump. <laughs> so you went Yeah, it's uh it's totally unrelated for sure. Yeah. So uh, well, what happened what happened was my my final semester there, uh the a local radio station was looking basically for interns mm -hmm. and I didn't even know about it, but my friends knew about it and they just kind of knew my personality and said I should do it. And so I did uh, upon graduating, I did a little bit of both for a while. I was sort of a intern at the radio station, also doing uh, you know, chemical engineering sort of work. Uh, and then eventually just kind of, I was able to choose it as a, as a full-time career, um, on the radio side that is. Yeah. So you mean to tell me as being a, a chemical engineer, you know, with a degree and all that stuff, the radio does more for you financially than that would have done? Well, not at first, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you look, talk to people who are entry level in radio and yeah. TV, et cetera, uh, it's not a it's not a luxurious glamourly uh, glamour filled uh, salary that you're getting. Oh yeah, um, I'm an intern of but, an intern as as it goes yeah, podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and for a lot of people, it never does pay out or pan out, and they kind of divert and go into a related field or a parallel field. Um, but as of now, at least the the pay is roughly you know is, is as good or, or better. Um, but yeah, for the first few years. It definitely wasn't, and that's just one of those things you kind of have to decide: is do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to do both? Do I want to just do one as a hobby? You know, and that's that's uh, obviously going to be different for everybody. Yeah, I get you. I mean, it, it kind of the, the passion flared up over there, and you kind of go to where you feel more comfortable, regardless of you know the work you put in previous. Sure. Yeah. And obviously, money isn't going to be the end all and be all for anybody in any yeah. career. So you kind of, like you said, you have to weigh all the factors. Is so what's your, you know, what you're having the most What's the most enjoyment out of? Yeah. So, I mean, let's keep pulling on that rope or whatever. I mean, what brought you to the chemical engineering field? I mean, what was your interest, you know, previous? Uh, yeah, well, that's all. I've always been a math and science sort of leaning. Um, so that's what I was doing a lot of in high school was I did a, uh, I was always in, you know, AP, physics, AP, uh, uh, biology, all that stuff. Um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, all, all, all the things along those sides. So I knew I was new, wanted to do something in the sciences and uh, chemical 
engineering and biological engineering uh, are both like sort of the, you know, sort of the things I was interested in. It's sort of the, uh, I don't know, it's, it's related somewhat to, you know, the medical field, but it's more of the design side of it as opposed to the practice side. Okay. Now you talk about your friends saying, you know, they kind of brought you into this world based on your personality. So you didn't do any drama club, any acting or anything, or were you kind of like a class clown or something like that? Yeah, more of it. I was just out there to kind of uh, no no drama or acting or anything like that. I was more kind of always coming up with interesting ideas or experiments or volunteering for people. Like if they needed somebody to host something at school or uh, show up for a uh, stunt, you know, for some kind of show, talent show. And that was kind of my personality. And so they that's why folks said, you know what, you'd kind of good, be good for this this radio thing. Because uh, they're always looking for ideas and you know stunts and promotions and stuff like that. So that's kind of that was the impetus behind it. Um, not a good actor or anything by the <laughs> So stunts and everything. You you out there doing some hot ride shit and everything <laughs> on your scooter moped? <laughs> oh, sorry, breaking up a little bit there. Can you say that again? No, I say you talking about stunts and everything. You do out there doing some hot ride shit, jumping with scooters and motor pads and all that stuff. I mean, I got a bad bad connection. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to recall you. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Now you talking about stunts and all kind of things like that. I was like, were you doing like on the movie Hot Rod and stuff? You jumping little stuff with your, your scooter <laughs> and your motorbike and everything? Yeah, that, I wish. Yeah, that'd be fun. But no, I was. It's more like um, like talent show stuff, uh, but like silly things, you know, like uh, you know, uh, things like sta- you know, stapling balloons to your body, you know, like Ew. more like carnival sort of stuff as opposed to uh, you know, jackass yeah. sort of style as opposed to you know. A daredevil stuff like that so that's i guess why they figured i'd be good for um for you know this this sort of thing and i guess it kind of does relate into like card narc stuff because yeah. that's the, that's the one thing people say to me the most is you know you're going to get beat up doing this <laughs> um you know someone's gonna and i that's ever if you look at any video all the comments or if they ever tried this i'd blah 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 um you know and i'm not start looking to start a fight yeah i'd rather just run away uh and not either hurt themselves or hurt me you know, this isn't about violence. It's about common courtesy. Um, so I, and I, I played sports, you know, football and rugby and things like that. So I'm used to and I do boxing and, and jujitsu and stuff like that. So I'm used to contact sports. But again, that's not the point of a card yeah. thing. It's, but that's why I'm not, I guess I'm not as afraid of people coming after me because I'm going to get away, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if it does come down to it, I can at least take a, take a hit shot or two and then, and then get away. Like, I'm not there to beat anybody up or, yeah. or cause any problems for them or myself. But, you know, you could if you wanted to. I mean, yeah, ulti- that's the other thing, too, is ultimately, <laughs> and plus you look at the people who come after me. It's yeah. never... It's, people say, well, you never like you never cartonark anybody who's you know twenty five and a linebacker for the football team. Well, guess what? That's not who's out who's out there. Number one, doing a whole lot of grocery shopping no. to the point that they need carts. And number two, that's not the type of person that's often just you know going to start that sort of violence. Like those type of the type of guys and girls who can handle themselves aren't the ones that usually try to start stuff mm. for the most part um, because they they know they don't have to. Wouldn't it be the ultimate act of karma or whatever? You know, you out there doing one of your videos, you doing one of your stings or your bus or whatnot, and um, somebody came up after you, and the cart just kind of gradually rolled in front of them and tripped them up. That'd be, I think, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of well, karma. Yeah, we call that. Um, there was one God. It, it wasn't ours, but it came out of Georgia, where this shoplifter was running out of a store, and this guy was pushing his cart out, and he hears. I think the cops were on the hand on the scene already. 
he hears people stop, you know, stop, 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 stop. And he just launches the car and absolutely nails the guy perfectly in mid-stride. Uh, he falls over the cart. The cops show up right there, right on his tail. Um, so that would be, you know, that would be the, the, I guess the dream. If we ever have a, <laughs> be a dream scenario where we could help out, something like that. Um, would be the only, only, I guess, justified usage of any kind of force, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, we, we don't want anybody getting hurt if, if it's all avoidable. Yeah, and that's kind of hard, like what you were saying as far as um, celebrity aspects or something like that. You know, it made me think about those uh, prank shows and whatnot to where, you know, they catch a celebrity off guard or whatever, and they, you know, they're provoking them and all kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just a prank show. I kind of hard, it's kind of hard to do that with what you do because, as you said before, you I mean, a lot of them ain't out there doing their own grocery shopping and shit. Yeah, the, oh, God, I'm trying to think, being in L.A., we, we are, you know, there's, there's not celebrities everywhere, but, you know, a handful here and there. And the only person I've ever seen that I recognized in a shopping center while on, while I was out doing card and stuff was um guy from Saturday Night Live, Bobby Moynihan. He was on a number of years ago, sort of bigger guy. Uh, and he returned his cart, though, so it wasn't a problem. But he was yeah. looking at me weird, like, what the hell is that guy? Who's cart and What the hell is that? Yeah, um, that's so, probably you know, why he put his cart maybe back. Maybe one day we'll run into somebody, but who knows? You know, it's just a matter <laughs> of chance. You never know. See, I mean... Your, your logos and everything is becoming identifiable. He's seen that shit and he's like, oh, fuck, I better put my cart back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do get, we get recognized probably mostly from the people, the cart returners themselves, the store employees. Uh, and they're always, I mean, cool. They always say thanks, you know. Um, so like I said, it's, we, we, we have a very good relationship with folks who, who work at the stores for the most part. Work. <laughs> so um, what's next for the cart narcs? I mean, if you can add... Well, any aspect to it or i mean you got something cooking what i mean what's next for yeah like i said we're going to start ramping things up here i mean depending on when people are hearing this we are states are starting to open up as far as you know uh essential travel and stuff like that so we, we've been locked down for the past five or six weeks because technically the cartnarks are a non-essential service and we respect yeah. we respect that but but as kind of you know general social norms are kind of coming back to where they were before, we're going to start going out to some of the states that are opening up. Uh, we will, of course, be wearing a mask if, if it, that's the recommendation where we are. Um, but as things become fully back to where they were, one thing we really want to do is uh, we don't do any, uh, we, you watch our videos, we don't do anything after dark because no. we don't want people <laughs> to be scared. We don't want them to think they're being robbed or anything like that. We want to, so like I said, we always want to make it as completely, you know, non-threatening as possible. Uh, so we'd love to do like a cart narcs after dark where we get like, uh, we hire, you know, one of those giant uh, spotlights so we can have somebody, you know, kind of watching <laughs> from a distance and then, then, you know, they crank on the bat signal or the cart signal as it were. Um, and then kind of bust folks like that. We think it'd be like a fun, so that way they know it's, it's more of like a, like a prison break sort of thing. Like, Oh my God, I've been, I've been spotlighted. Yeah. Um, and we think that could be a good way to sort of do things after dark without, where they wouldn't think, oh my god, I'm getting jumped or you know mugged or anything. Yeah, that'd be like um, uh, what's what's the guy name from Cheaters? <laughs> when they how they go bust them and everything once they get them caught. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> interesting. That's uh, it was a Joey Greco, I think. Is that or it was, it was one of the guys? They've they've had a couple hosts on there. Shit, I was about to say Chris Hansen. I was like, but that's the wrong guy. You want to show up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently he's doing a he's doing his own little spinoff thing now. Hansen versus Predator, I think. He does it. I think it's mostly a YouTube show, but. He's still he's still out there working on it. Yeah, I mean that that is an essential service. <laughs> yeah, and I all we totally give 
treated to him and and the when he does you know when he was on Dateline anyway the local law enforcement he works with because uh you wouldn't I mean that's just it's it sucks that that sort of thing happens out there and obviously that's uh way more serious than what we deal with which is why we, what we do is kind of a little more lighthearted and uh, supposed to be funny yes. although some people don't take it that way yes it's hilarious to me sir <laughs> I appreciate that. Now, um, you know, just on a different tangent or whatever, you mean we talking about Chris Hansen and shit? Wouldn't 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 it just be sad? Because I mean, because just think of the this past uh, uh, occurrences and whatnot. You know, the Harvey Weinstein shit, Bill Cosby. You know, all these motherfuckers getting busted for some you know some sketchy shit. Wouldn't it be like mm-hmm. the ultimate fucking role flip if Chris Han- Chris Hansen was doing that shit on the low? Yeah. And you just yeah, if you're if you're in that line of work, you gotta be squeaky clean. That's for sure. Because uh, I know there was some story. I don't want to get the details completely wrong. Where he, some vendor was claiming that he'd ordered some merchandise from them and he wasn't paying. Uh, so if you're in any kind of like, you know, like, like with him, a position of moral authority where you're saying, hey, these people are bad or wrong, you gotta make sure you're unimpeachable. So like, if someone, I mean, I guess the the analogy with us would be if I was out there. And doing carton arcs, and I, you know, was eating a bag of chips, and I just threw my bag on the ground, uh, or whatever. If I was shopping and I didn't return my cart, that would be uh, not to the degree, obviously, of a Weinstein or you know, something like that. Yeah, but that yes. would be, I guess, a similar thing. So, um, I got to be careful about that. And I'm sure Chris Hansen is more than, uh, well, you know, either touch kids or you don't, obviously, with Chris Hansen. But yeah. uh, you know, that's you know, that's that's something you obviously when you're in this line of work, you got to be careful of and. And actually, I've seen like a couple like mayors around the country. They've been busted for like they'll say, "Hey, don't go out to blah blah blah." They're getting you know their nails done or their hair cut or whatever. Uh, so that's it's sort of a similar thing where you can't you can't tell people to do one thing and then do the other thing yourself. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm under the um, the stern belief that uh, Elon Musk is a secret supervillain and shit. Yeah, I don't know what he's 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 uh, a loose weed, cannon. Really. That's for sure. He's willing to go on podcasts and smoke weed. Uh, he's willing to say, you know, he tweets off random stuff. So I, I think, you know, as much as he's done technology wise, I think, yeah, like there's going to be there's way more coming out as far as Elon goes. His story is is not not uh, done being told by any stretch of the imagination. Nah, yeah, like I said, he's just like. You know, on the surface, you know, you're doing so much and, you know, creating life changing, you know, advancements in technology and all kind of crap. But it's just like somebody with that much money and that much power and influence resources, whatever. I mean, there's some seedy underbelly shit going on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something because he has well, one thing he has that Jeff, like people, rich people like Jeff Bezos don't have is, like you said, a technology side of things uh, like Jeff Bezos gets a little screwy or whatever you know he's, he delivers packages for the most part mm-hmm. but uh when you we're talking about spaceships and self-driving cars uh and flamethrowers yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a different story yeah solar panels all that crap i mean he just daggone mm-hmm. i'm just waiting for the day you know he just rise up out of his uh, freaking cave and everything with his cape on and he just hit his button on his uh <laughs> wrist and all the fucking electronics kind of light up red, like be like an eye robot situation and shit they all turn right, and right. Look, they turn and look to the sky to conquer a, a freaking musk and shit and it's just over <laughs> sky nate has won we'll, we'll see we'll see i don't want to be on his bad side that's for sure exactly i mean i might redact all this <laughs> <laughs> probably cut that smooth the fuck out. 
but yeah um once again sir I, ju- I just really wanted to tell you that i appreciate the service that you're providing our fair communities out in the world and whatnot and i look forward to seeing more of the uh, carton arcs in you know more communities and you know you might spring up some deputies around here in houston and whatnot i might have to yeah go. we get we get a lot of requests for people to be carton arcs and I, you know it's it's we can't and we we have to actually actively dis dis you know discourage people from doing that because <laughs> if someone goes out there and and gets hurt you know or whatever or hurts somebody else obviously we don't want that to happen ever mm-hmm. but uh, eventually yeah we'd like to expand um, you know it's going to take a while to kind of get all the legal stuff down as far as that goes but uh, for the time being we encourage people only to observe and report not to make their own confrontations uh, but we definitely enjoy all the support out there. I need to see carton arcs in Vegas. Whenever that's full blown and going again, <laughs> yeah, we did. We were there, uh, boy, like September, and did a couple of like shorter little videos. But uh, very, very interested to get back out there uh, ASAP as soon as all this stuff, uh, you know, uh, travel wise lifts up. Yeah. Well, sir, I appreciate your time this afternoon. And before you go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Sure, yeah, we're at, at Cartnarks on every single channel, whatever you're on, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we have a Twitch. We're not, we're not doing anything on there yet. But, yeah, any, if you just search at Cartnarks or if you go to Cartnarks.com, people ask where can they can get, like, a sticker or something. We have them on there uh, for sale. All the proceeds go to benefit the ASPCA, so that's all for charity there. But, yeah, just whatever platform you're on, Cartnarks is C-A-R-T-N-A-R-C-S. It'll help you out. All right. And as it is for every guest of the Random Realms with Rob, you have been a guest once, so the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to come shoot the shit. Thanks very much for having me. I really do appreciate that. I seriously hope that you take the time out of your day, month, year, or whatever have you to search out the Karknarks on all the social media platforms that they mentioned in this podcast. So, I mean, it, it's it like I said in the interview, it tickled me to no end to know that there was somebody out there freaking enforcing the laws of the freaking shopping carts and whatnot. To you, gentlemen and sir, I give you a astounding round of applause for your efforts in keeping our parking spots clear and free and everything for the normal patron so yeah so check them out once again as I said and um man it's been a crazy couple weeks um this episode is kind of old I can't even remember when I recorded it but it's um it was a little while back and I'm starting to plateau on my cachet here of uh pre-recorded interviews and whatnot since um, I've been kind of busy in personal life, I try to get as many episodes as I can under my belt and release them, you know, in whatever order I deem fit. So this was one of the ones I had under my hat. So will be the next one and um, possibly the one after that. So um, if you hear, I, I try not to date my episodes and everything and not talk about um, nothing too far gone. So whenever the episode does come out, you're not like, ooh, you know, but does it really matter? The content is there for you to enjoy and listen to. And it doesn't matter 
whenever you listen to it. Because, like, say I recorded this right now as I sit here in front of my desk at 10, 13 p.m. on a Saturday night in July 25th. In July 25th. That don't sound right. Of 2020. I mean, you could be listening to this on the 26th or in August or freaking September or October or November. I mean, whoever you know however you find this podcast or whenever you find this podcast but when it hits your ears i am very very glad that you chose me to tickle your ear holes it's an awkward pause and i just filled in the ear holes anyway take a swig for the working man but man i'm enjoying my setup right now um i've been prepping and tuning all my equipment to um i guess journey into the realm of twitch i guess you know that seems to be the popular thing now um mixer is um the service that i was using previous um i was playing um a lot of call of duty on my xbox which is a native app to the xbox one x is a mixer it was a microsoft company that they decided to close and I don't think it's quite closed yet. I think they close at the end of this month, uh, the 31st, I believe. And um, they are heavily campaigning for people who use the Mixer platform to migrate over to Facebook. And to facilitate that, they, I guess they struck up some partnership with Facebook to where if, um, say, you were one of the top streamers or whatever, you get all these incentives for doing so, that all your incentives will carry over to uh, Facebook gaming. And um, you get a couple other things for um, making the move over to Facebook gaming as well. So um, that's something to look into if you are a consistent streamer. I don't see myself being one of those. But I enjoy the process of um, setting this stuff up for Twitch. I, you know, I got uh, my camera set up. I got my overlays, my backgrounds, and all kind of stuff, you know, just from watching other Twitchers. And is that the proper name for people that use twitch for other popular twitch streamers and um just some people i know and support on the twitch platform so i I picked up a couple things from here and there and it's interesting to learn some of these things on uh youtube which i have been doing you know so whenever i do um jump on the twitch and start playing games and everything like that or just bullshitting and talking because i have been streaming some of my video interviews on there um it's going to look basic. It's going to look very rudimentary because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I'm doing something, right? At least I'm trying. I'm making the effort. And I was talking to somebody about this stuff before. It's just like I'm not so much interested in it. But at the same time, I, I just I like to learn the process. I like to learn the little ins and outs and things like that. I, I see something on Twitch and I'm sitting here wondering how the fuck did they do that? And, you know, it inspires me. And I jump on YouTube and all over the other places and I learn how to do it for myself. And I also like to retain that knowledge as best as I can to help somebody else out who's really into the platform, maybe. And they'd be like, how do you do this? And I could be like, hey, I know how to do it. I just want to help. I want to retain the knowledge so I can help other people. You know, my kid seems very interested in being a, a streamer and all the stuff, the nine year old. Because, um, you know, this is the era that she grew up in. You know, she can tell the difference between CGI and practical effects now. You know, 
we watched a whole bunch of old movies from my youth that you know used the technology for the time and she sits there and she's like oh that's some bad cgi and all and, and you know, she she judges it you know because she grew up in the age of avengers Endgame, Infinity War, and all these other cool advances in modern technology for cinema. So for her to go back and look at some of the old stuff that I enjoyed at her age as a child, it's just it just puts her off. I mean, she still enjoys the movies, but she sit there and she nitpick, you know, kind of like me. But you know, because it's different, I get to see the technology evolve and everything. But for her, she's already seen the end result for the most part, and <laughs> she just. I don't know. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah. Good times. So, I got a video interview up on YouTube right now with the brother Mike Follick. The audio interview will be coming up here pretty soon. It'll be a two-parter as well as the video on YouTube is a two-parter. And um, just go on over to YouTube and check out all the other previous interviews that I've did. The two old ones that are coming up on the audio format... Both of the video interviews have been on the uh, YouTube page for weeks. So, I mean, even though you're just hearing it for the first time on the podcast on audio form, the video has been out for a while now. So, you're getting a sneak preview to what you're going to get in audio form. Anyway, I think I bumped my gums enough. I am still in the learning process. I'm sitting in front of my computer just picking and choosing things that I want to implement in um my setup and whatnot i just hung a whole nother string of led lights in here just because they're cheap and you know it's growing on me i posted on uh instagram and youtube uh, not youtube um twitter the other day um a video of me in walmart four years ago you know just bashing the shit out of people who use rgb and you know the led light up keyboards and all this other stuff you know, just talking straight cash shit, and here we are four years later, and I am surrounded by LEDs in my office. My keyboard LED, my components inside my computer's LED, I got LED lights strung up all over the place. And, you know, it grew on me, you know. And that just goes to show you that you can grow and evolve. I mean, you may not like everything, but, I mean, you can see it in a different light as I am lit up by LEDs around me. <laughs> but, yeah, it just getting them in here and just kind of vibing and everything red is my favorite color it creates a sereneness inside me when i light up the room all red and everything my computer glowing red and you know it, it calms me it brings me peace but anyway enough of that got some more tinkering to do so before you go you can find me on twitter at 3r show you can also find me on instagram at the 3r show and you can go to YouTube and find some video content that I have created for your viewing pleasure. And I think that's about oh, Twitch. You can check me out on Twitch. Just uh, search 3R Show. Facebook has always been there. Search 3R Show. And um, go to randomrob.com. Find many different ways that you can help support the show. Um, one of the ways that you can do it is by buying items off my Amazon wish list. I'm starting to put on things that um, I think I might need, but I'm not sure. <laughs> but I don't want to buy it. So uh, check out the wish list on my on randomrob.com. You know, by by all means, when it, if you ever want to, you know, see what's on the wish list, you go to uh, randomrob.com and you click on the wish list. There's some expensive shit on there. 
just remember that these wish lists are for me. So if you go in there and you see a $300 camera or, you know, mix a $600 mixer or whatever. I mean, these are things that I put on my wish list that eventually I'm going to try to buy. You know, I'm not by any means saying that, hey, motherfucker, go buy this shit for me. I'm not doing that at all. This is just a wish list that I made public. Just in the off chance that somebody would go to it and be like, oh, I think I can help this guy out in here. I mean, because I got little shit on there like cords and auxiliary cords and all kind of shit like that. If you want to help on a small scale, five dollars here, three dollars there. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. I ain't I don't expect anybody to buy me a laptop or a 360 camera or a GoPro or nothing like that. It would be welcomed, but <laughs> that's not the intent. Um, also, speaking of Amazon, there's Amazon links. So you click on the link, it'll take you to Amazon. You don't pay anything extra, nothing like that. But bookmark that Amazon link. So anytime that you go to Amazon and buy something, I get a kickback. Like I said, you don't pay anything extra. You're just helping me out on the back end. See, that's a way to help out, and you don't have to spend no money at all other than the money that you're spending on yourself. Um, merchandise. I got hats, T-shirts, mugs, coffee mugs. Yeah, I don't see the difference. We got all kinds of things on there. That you can buy to help support the show. So if you buy a shirt, you get a shirt for you, and the money that you spend on that shirt can go to something in here, off that wish list. <laughs> you know, see, it all works. It's the circle of merch, and um, you can check out uh, the Patreon. Ain't nothing but a dollar. I don't know they got a ten dollar tier on there, but let me let me tell you, this will be my final thoughts about Patreon. Me and Patreon specifically. You know, I support other people's Patreon and everything because they produce the content and you know i want to show my support for those individuals but here is my patreon pitch for you right now the last one that you get from me i'll mention it that it's there as an avenue of support but this is my last in-depth analysis on it as it pertains to b-rob one dollar is all i'm asking a month you get recognition high fives you know all the things that you can get for a dollar I will not hoard content. I was thinking about this hard the um, other day and whatnot. You know, if I do something, if I take my time to make something, I want people to see it. Do I necessarily want people to pay to see the crappy shit that I do? No, not so much. So, that's just my analysis on it. So, I had a $10 tier up there. I'm taking it down and it's going to be strictly $1. If I put anything in there, I mean, it's because, you know, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. But $1 is all I ask. $1 a month uh, is very appreciative. It's, you know, if you're going to give any money, you know, recurringly, I mean, that's all I feel like I would take for somebody in good conscience every month, you know. If you want to do more, that's fine. I mean, my PayPal and my cash app is on randomrob.com. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, the best way that you can help support the show, I know I talk about spending your money and all kind of stuff like that, but it's this, this part is free. The free way that you can help support this show is by liking, subscribing to all these places that I mentioned, retweeting, engaging with the show, Tell a friend to tell a friend. Not only tell them, make them download it, make them listen. I know you can't make nobody do shit, but you know, give a little bit of oomph in your sales pitch and whatnot. 
and wherever you listen to this podcast or any other podcast that you listen to, if they have a review system, write those reviews. It's very appreciated. It's very appreciated. It's very much appreciated. I'm trying to work on my grandma. Take another swig for the working man. But um, yeah, reviews, likes, retweets, all those things help tremendously. Because the goal is for us to get that corporate money, baby. I don't want you to spend a dime in your shit on this shit. I mean, you can. It's welcome. I'm all, I'm never gonna turn it down. But it's we trying to get. The corporate money, the big wigs money, that Walmart money, baby. <laughs> so you don't have to spend a dime. Just sit back, relax, enjoy, and listen to the product. Anyway, um, speaking of products, go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. And you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. Go to poddex.com. You can get 10% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. All the stuff is in the show description. Shout outs to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Been rocking with your boy for the longest. And, um... With that being said, I'll see you next time.